Welcome to Season 3 of Multiclass Theater, now with 50% more class. Multiclass Theater uses Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition by Wizards of the Coast and contains adult language, fantasy violence, pop culture references, and, eh, fake accents of some quality or another. But if two seasons of it haven't chased you away yet, then settle in and enjoy the show. Last time. Diana released the Kraken on our heroes, in its original sense, meaning they had to face a big tentacly monster and not a shitty psychotic lawyer. It turned out to be one of those boss fights where you don't have to win so much as just not die. And not die they did, although the Kraken took a parting shot at Finn's revenge and left the party with a cryptic message. Soon the ship came to the mists surrounding the Shrouded Isle. Finnegan refused to sail closer, but would grant the party a couple rowboats that they could take to shore. Rather than just get in the boats, the party spent the rest of the episode deciding what to do about the clockwork ox that they have with them for reasons. <sighs> and that's where we pick up, on Multiclass Theater. You find yourselves surrounded by mist. The beautiful prismatic exterior gives way to a white yet increasingly graying fog. Around you, jagged rocks emerge unseen from the shifting shadows. Long, spear-like fronds of formidable flint threaten to impale you unawares. Your visibility is limited to a few feet beyond the gunwale of the rowboats. Question for you, are your boats tethered together in any way. It feels like it would take some kind of organization and forethought. That this party dis <laughs> yeah. di uh, distinctly lacks, so no. I'm going to go specifically no. saying that. Okay, so uh, just as a review, in one boat you have Winley, Gruber, Concord. Who else is in that boat? Roton. Roton's in the smelly boat. Yeah. Yes. No, it's the winning boat. <laughs> I, I'm okay if we reclassify it as that. Okay. <laughs> and obviously that means Desmond, Mist, and Silway are in the second boat. So much legroom in this boat. Boat awesomeness. All of you are having difficulty seeing into the mist. And these jagged, almost spears of rock are very sharp and come out at you very quickly and very unexpectedly. Unlike everybody else... Winley, you can see clearly through the mist as if it is not even there. And you can see the porcupine burrows surrounding you. Uh, so who's rowing? I, I assume Roton's rowing. It's right there in his name. Is Gruber also rowing or would Winley be rowing? I feel like Gruber's helping. Okay. Well, or trying to. <laughs> he would want, if Roton asked him to help, he would definitely help. Okay, so Roton and Gruber are rowing, then. Yeah, and they're not really big boats. There's only one set of oars, and somehow you have to balance a donkey. So I'm not totally sure how you're managing this. With tact and grace, Diana. With tact and grace. I honestly almost picture Concord standing in the center of the boat. Winley is on the bow. And Rotan and Gruber are practically seated, seated beneath Concord, rowing. Oh, right under the ass end of the donkey. Oh. <laughs> I mean, but also, 
Wenli could be on Concord. All right, even even better. <laughs> well, okay. So if Wenli's gonna sit on the back of Concord, then Roton's gonna be standing at the back like a gondolier, and it's gonna be uh, paddling like that. We're gonna do a little skill challenge here to get you through the mists. For those that don't know how skill challenges work. Essentially, you get your choice to use a, um, a skill that you're proficient in or a spell each round. A certain number of successes will make the skill challenge uh, successful, and a certain number of failures will make you fail. Uh, each round you progress, the difficulty of the challenges or the DC level goes up. You can only use each skill you have once. You're going to have to do this independent of one another because you're in two separate boats. And Silway, Mist, and Desmond, the three, if you can aid one another, Rotan, Windley, and Gruber can aid one another. Although I warn you, uh, Gruber's skill set is very limited. We'll just do uh, three and three, three successes, three failures for each boat. Real quick, uh, everybody roll for initiative so we can get ourselves in order here. When Lee is 10. 17 initiative for something. 12 for Desmond. 9 for your boy. Natural 20 from Roton. Ooh. Wow, of course. Well, somebody's big <laughs> And let's see where Gruber ended up. Uh, he also rolled a 9, but I can guarantee you Mist beats him on dexterity. So I certainly hope so. Yeah, unlike unlike Trevor, um, Gruber is not very well endowed in any sense. Well, possibly in some sense. We haven't explored that. We don't want to. Trevor was quite well endowed, as I recall. Uh, wait, different, Alas. different endowed. <laughs> Whoa, I was like, hmm. Silway, okay. what you giving up there? We, we edited that, that scene out of the podcast. That's for multi-class theater after dark. <laughs> You'll always be in my heart, Silway! <laughs> okay, so uh, that brings us Roton, you lead off uh, our skill challenge Alright uh, I think Roton's going to use his natural brawn to try and navigate the boat uh, safely and, and I should have mentioned that we're going to start with a uh, DC of 10 Alright, so this is an athletics check and I am, I am glad <laughs> I didn't go with something I'm worse at because I rolled a four, but plus six, that's a ten. Does, that does will that pass. Beat it? Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> Just so we, okay, so we have the winner's boat, and what is the name of the second boat? The awesome boat. What did we go with? Boat awesome? <laughs> boat awesome. So that is one <laughs> success for the winner's boat. Yay, Rotan. <laughs> Feels like a race now. <laughs> All right, so what? what's our situation in, in Boat Awesome? I, I, what is Mist? How is Mist handling being in a small boat over water? Well, as a jaguar, ah, he's fine. He's a, he's a water-friendly mm. cat. Okay. Yes. Desmond, I assume, is perfectly at home? Perfectly at home. Are you, are you rowing? Who's, who's rowing this boat? Oh, definitely not Mist. I could row. Manual labor? Come on, I'm still a cat. Desmond's, you know, he's a little built. Not really, but a little. <laughs> Strong for his age. So he could take an oar. Can I just cast Guidance on one of my companions so that their skill check is slightly better? Yeah, you could do that. So we will look at Desmond and be like, good luck. It's uh, really difficult out there. 
and saying good luck is how Sobe casts Guidance finally. So from Desmond's perspective, she just kind of looks at him, good luck, <laughs> and that's her way of helping. Just words of encouragement. But it literally helps. And suddenly I just feel a little better, you know? I feel a little more calm. <laughs> yeah, you're just, you're just luckier. <laughs> Somehow I think we are going to be okay. I, I don't know what came over me, but I think we can do this. That will bring us to Winley. So since I can see everything very clearly... And this is even funnier that I'm on Concord, but I'm more so directing, you know, right, left, like see where the spikes, like the shards are coming up. So I want to continue to do that and give the best, you know, like performance, I suppose, of that that I can. So could I do like a performance check? Yes, you can. 16. You are successful. You are shouting out like a regular <laughs> coxswain on, on top of Concord. This is great. <clears throat> I, I picture like a traffic cop who's really getting into it, you know. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's it exactly, yes. Uh, Desmond, it is your turn. Desmond, rowing, feels a little good from uh, Silway. Um, I think he is just going to... We haven't passed any checks yet, so I think he's just going to try and, and uh, look out and peer into the mist and see if he can just kind of do a general uh, perception check. And what does guidance give me? A plus two? Uh, D4. D4. Oh, okay. well. Awesome. Thank you for that D4. Uh, 17. You're kind of getting a feel for maybe the way that the rocks um, and the various sort of spears of flint have grown and you are you're able to maneuver your way through nothing to fear my companions i see a, a, a nice path through these uh, these rocks up here we should be completely fine okay and now that brings us to mist mist may not be rowing um but i think he's gonna help steer all the same with a little of that uh shape water maybe a little <laughs> wave behind us to push us well, yeah, 125 cubic feet of water thumping the boat to nudge it in one direction or, or another, I think, would be, could be quite effective. So I will go ahead and... Would shape water clear the mist away from the boat in front of us? Ooh, actually, that's a good... That might be a better use of it. It's up to you. Just let me know what you're, you want to do. I think, I think what mist can do here is help steer and propel the boat by having uh, 125 cubic feet of water uh, shove the boat along. And since it's a spell casting, I guess this would be a charisma check. Oh, shit. Uh, oh, no. That's, that's a nine. That that's a nine. Did you just capsize us? No, I, I rolled five. I rolled a four on the die, and I get plus five of charisma. Okay, so that is one failure. So Mist um, tries to cast Shape Water to kind of nudge, gently nudge the boat away from hitting... Uh, some rocks that are looming out of the darkness, but he's just a little too overzealous in pushing the boat to the left, and the boat ends up slamming into some rocks on the port side of the boat. And you don't sink, but the the boat is going to take some damage. What was that? Did we hear something? Uh, yes, um, Mist, I, I appreciate what you're trying to do. It really, I do, but I... but. Perhaps next time you could maneuver away from the rocks that 
would probably serve us a bit better, but I... I good work. Keep, keep it up. That rock was not there when I started. Now it is Gruber's turn. Um, sir, I think, I think, um, I think I can help you, sir. Yes? Um, I'll, I'll help you, um, try to maneuver through these mists, sir. So, whatever you need, you just let me know. Um, I can take the oars for you, sir, so you can have it hand-free, sir. Um, Gruber, uh, why don't you, uh, paddle with the frying pan? <laughs> um, um, okay, sir, but then are you going to use both oars by yourself, sir? Yes. Okay. Um. All right, so Gruber gets the frying pan from his pack and is kneeling in the stern of the boat uh, and not really doing much of anything. It's not really hurting your progress, but it's not really helping it either. Oh, sir, this is exhausting work, sir. Yes, uh, keep up the good work, Gruber. Oh, thank you, sir. Have a gold piece. <laughs> he flips a gold piece to him. I am going to make a dexterity check on this. <laughs> Don't throw things on boats. <laughs> Establish this. Gruber goes to try to catch the gold piece and misses it. And as he's doing so, he kind of slumps forward onto the sort of rear bench of the rowboat. And the entire rowboat begins to roll back and forth in the water. Winley, give me an animal handling check. Ooh, we love a 22. <laughs> Concord, and not bucks, but seems a little bit uh, unsteady with the, the rolling boat, but you are able to calm him down. Just to let those of you in Boat Awesome know, when Mist pushed you to the left and you hit the rock, that allowed the winner's boat to take the lead. Unacceptable. <laughs> Unacceptable. All right, Rotan. Let's do a survival check. Rotan's starting to feel the pressure and, and he wants to like this is a this is a dicey situation and he wants to roll well. Uh, that is a 10 for surviving. <laughs> no! <laughs> so Rotan, you're starting to feel a little claustrophobic in this boat with the oppressive mist and the sort of odd quiet of it all that even though you are out in the middle of the, not the middle of the ocean but it's the water around you is very still as if you're pushing through a lake and it's starting to get to you a little bit that brings us to Silway. um Silway is getting suspicious of this um this mist and this treacherous journey in this island generally and she's still worried about exploding so I think she's just going to cast uh, Detect Magic and see if she can, like, detect something to be avoided or possibly go towards. Give me a spell check. There's a reason I don't cast spells that require rolling. <laughs> plus one to charisma. It doesn't matter. I got a 16 total. Hey. Yay. Okay. You cast Detect Magic and everything around you begins to glow. Not the uh, rocks themselves, but the mist. So you find yourselves in a, essentially a cloud. You're now floating in a purple haze. The other two people in the boat suddenly see Silway startle and crab walk backwards two or three steps. Like, oh, shit. 
What the hell? This is this is this is not natural mist. Not natural? What do you mean? It, it's it's magical mist. It's illusional. It's an illusion magic. Oh, maybe it can be dispelled. Yeah, just starting to think that. So we could have our mist defeat the other mist. Yeah, and because honestly, it's been getting really confusing. Like, did I surround somebody? Am I oppressive? Like, what's going on here? Okay, that brings us to Desmond. So after hearing this, I think he'll turn to uh, Mist and he'll say, um, do you have means to dispel magic? Because if you don't, I do, and I can go ahead and do that now. No, I got it. You keep us, you keep us moving forward, and I'll take care of the rest of this. All right. Sounds like a plan. Go boat awesome. <laughs> he'll keep on rowing. Uh, this time he's going to um, kind of kind of see what Mist was doing and just kind of like swirl his hands around and kind of take the, and and uh, with a free hand if if he can with the oar for a second and cast uh, control water. And he is going to take. Uh, he's going to do the the redirect flow aspect of the spell and he's going to basically take the hundred cubic feet around the boat and just kind of like. And use that uh, that section to kind of like almost carry them in a route through the rocks if he can. I, I must picture him just tucking the oars up into the boat. Yes. Yeah, exactly. He's just like, all right, let's go. And he just kind of lets the water carry him. So is that a... Uh, it's going to be just a spell check, uh, DC 14. 13. Oh. <laughs> 13. I really wanted Desmond to school mist on how to control water. So Desmond tucks the oars in the boat, raises his hands, and casts control water. The boat picks up speed and slaloms through one rock and then another. Desmond, you're feeling pretty good about yourself. You kind of look over at mist, and then the boat careens into a third rock, <laughs> and you hear a cracking sound. Hey, Desmond, I appreciate what you're trying to do here, but, uh... <laughs> yes. Yes, I see where you're going with this. Yes, no, I... Thank you. That, that, one, that one's on me. That's my bad. And that brings us to Winley. I would like to see who is in worse shape in my boat. Gruber or Roton, who is just very disheveled in, <laughs> with himself. Roton has the oars at this point, so Roton is probably the greater threat to the boat <laughs> okay that's fair so i want to i want to cast um heroism on roton Ooh. so he will be imbued with bravery until the spell ends uh he is immune to being frightened and gains temporary hit points equal to my spell casting ability modifier uh give me a uh, spell check dc 14 <gasps> 20 you cast Heroism on Rotan, and in my mind, the Popeye music is kicking in. <laughs> Rotan, you feel this, like, swell of heroic fervor. Which is different than his normal existence. I was going to say, it, it, it's not unusual for you, but you were doubting yourself a few minutes ago, and you were feeling a little bit trapped. Pretty uncomfortable, yeah. But, but, like, out of nowhere, as if, like, the goddess reached down and touched your brow, you feel renewed. It is your third success, <gasps> and you emerge <gasps> first out of the mists. 
winner! Ha <laughs> 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 ha! Take that, mist! <laughs> hey, boss, that works on two levels. Mist spontaneously throws up a middle finger, and he's not entirely sure why. <laughs> As you're kind of like sort of pumping the oars, and the, the rowboat is picking up steam, you slide past Boat Awesome, which has not only hit the rocks, but has kind of spun around slightly, and it's slowly drifting back into uh, the proper orientation. But you just slide by them in the mist. Close enough that you could wave if you wanted to. Bye, companions. Hope you don't die. Oh, wait. Boat awesome. Uh, and that means mist. It is your turn to... I'm going to cast Dispel Magic. There we go. Uh, 18 plus 5 is 23. Okay, and that is your third success. Mist, why don't you uh, describe to me what that looks like? Mist sta- stands up uh, towards the front of the boat and... Raises his hands and just pushes the mist aside like curtains, revealing a clear path forward uh, through the various spines of rocks and things like that. Sail that way. Excellent. You have defeated the skill challenge. Yay! Take that skill challenge. (laughs) As the winner's boat comes out of the mist... You can't help but pause and drift as you look at the scene before you. And shortly thereafter, the second boat emerges from the mist. And in front of you, you see a sheltered bay with evergreen trees lining the shore. A cliff rises maybe 30 or 40 feet from the shore. There is a crescent-shaped island to your left. Most puzzling of all, straight in front of you, across the bay, is what looks like a village. On the bluff to the left is what looks like an ancient manor house. Beside it, a ruined windmill, its blades spinning helplessly in the light breeze. To the right of the town, on a similar bluff, is an enormous statue, which must be 50, 75 feet high, though it's very hard to see from this distance. You're not sure what it's of. You'll have to get closer to find out. All around you, somewhat protruding from the mists, you see the wreckage of what must be dozens of ships. Do you have a map for this? I do, and I am going to upload it all right now. Excellent. I like a map. I also like a map. That windmill is clearly a giant, and we should fight it. Oh, it's named Kent. It is named Kent. That's fantastic. I I don't understand why that's cute. My brother's name is Kent. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) That was the most matter-of-fact thing I've ever heard said. (laughs) Uh, Yes, the, um, the village is named Kent after Amanda's brother, who is, uh friend of the podcast, a big fan, one of our, probably our first big true fan. He was probably the original, the OG theater goer, yes. Yeah, to embrace us and, um, and so. He consulted on the burning carriage, I believe. He did. He did. He did. (laughs) And he, um, recently had a, uh, very serious bout with COVID 
but we are very happy to report that he is well. Yay. He is. He is home awesome. and resting. Amazing. Right on. Well, the good news is with that island, that smaller island looking as it does, I think it's safe to say that this place is not volcanically active. How can you tell? <laughs> well, you see, the shoreline of the volcanoes of the mountain is clearly uh, weathered below uh, sea level, and the overgrowth suggests that the, uh, there has not been a recent eruption. Plus, it looks like there's a structure up there which certainly would have been destroyed by any more recent uh, activity on the island. So I think it's safe to say that this region is at least... Uh, some, that is one hazard we do not need to worry about while we're here. Rotan, what do you think? What's your opinion on this? Well, I, I'm still perplexed by the, the flint spikes that we just came through. I mean, what's with that? I can't think of a plausible explanation. Oh, magic, that's right. I chose flint because of alliteration, it's, so there you go. It's a, it's a good word. Is this like a bustling village, or are the buildings at all dilapidated? You are going to have to row closer to find out. You're still, you know, a good distance away. One other thing that I forgot to add. The water inside the bay is incredibly calm, much like the water that you just transversed through the mists. The sky is completely clouded over. It is not sunny. It is beginning to get dark. And the sky is going from a lighter gray to a darker gray, and night is coming fast. Well, Roton, Roton, make haste, please. Yes, oh, very, very good. Should we head for the town? Yes, I, I think so. Is anyone else surprised that there's a town here? Yes, I was not expecting to find any kind of signs of civilization based on what what we heard of the island, but, you know. I am very surprised to hear that there is, or to see that there is a village here. The people who get sent to this island are beyond control. The fact that they would build structures and not simply go mad and, and create in the woods. I'm surprised by this. Is it possible that the people who were sentenced here weren't actually crazy? Well, for that to be true, then... The, the, the Tyrion justice system might have to be flawed in some way, and I, that can't possibly be true. It's also not something that's happened recently. Like, these these structures would have to be thousands of years old. This was a place we sent people before the, the foreign invaders came into our lands. Perhaps it's possible that people have come through as we have and found it more recently and built this village here. Maybe the Rathians are foolhardy enough to try to, to try to establish settlements here. Perhaps shipwrecked sailors. There are a lot of shipwrecks out there. That's true. Maybe the sailors tried to build a, a new home here. I say we go find out. I'm very curious now. Yes, yeah, so am I. Wrote on. Pick it up. <laughs> let's go. Well, yes, yes, let's, uh, let's go see what's up. I'm in favor of that. If I were looking for an evildoer, that is the first place I would look. Well, maybe the manor, but I think I want to go chat with people in the village first, if there are people in the village. Yes, I agree. So as you get closer, and as the darkness comes upon you, you begin to see lights in the village. You do not see any in the manor house to your left. 
nor do you see any coming from the crescent-shaped island. What life you see is in front of you. Soon enough, you arrive close to the village, and you see that there are indeed several piers sticking out into the water. Boats bob harmlessly next to them. It looks as if it has been some time since they have been used. The buildings of the village strike you as familiar as they match the wooden construction of the buildings of Roth. I was right. Foolhardy Rothians exploring where they shouldn't. But you also see, interspersed between the wooden Rothian buildings, our far older stone structure, which, Silway, you are pretty certain are of Tyran construction. Silway neglects to comment on those. Hmm, there seems to be other stone buildings for some reason. Yeah, kind of curious architecture. Doesn't look at all familiar like anything we just saw a few days ago. Well, I suppose they did send Tyrids here centuries ago. Who seemed to have stuck around long enough to build stuff, as opposed to being, you know, crazy town banana pants like you were, you'd intimated. All the more reason to go investigate. How fast can you row, Desmond? I'll, I'll try and pick up the pace a little bit. Sorry for the bumpy ride earlier, by the way. I meant to apologize for that. Usually my senses are a bit more attuned, but something about the, the mist, perhaps, is very unsettling. The two of you row quietly to the closest pier. And as you approach, you hear drifting in the night air the sound of music coming out of one of the buildings. It's very jaunty. Fiddles, accordions. The streets look deserted beyond that. Shall we uh, go find some people? Might as well. That sounds like a good idea. We've got questions. Maybe yes. they have answers. Well, we'll uh, we'll tie up to the dock and then um, maybe try and find the source of the uh, the music. Yeah. Can I just get Concord off of the boat? <laughs> no. Let's see. How are you going to get Concord? Would off you the like Winley to get Concord off the boat? Yeah, I was thinking Winley could just walk him off of the boat. Yeah. Onto the pier. <laughs> Uh, well, the boat is significantly lower than the pier. You're in a rowboat. Um, you're going to have to climb uh, kind of a ladder to get up onto the dock. The ladder's not very long. You're only about five feet beneath the level of the pier, but um, alas, I do not believe donkeys can climb. Um, why, why don't you go on ahead? I will go and see if I can find a, a beach somewhere that... Concord can get off of this boat. I don't know if I think it wise to, to split up at this point. Perhaps if we would like to find a beach... Oh, perhaps... it'll be fine. Where's the rope? Don't we have a lot of rope? I'm sure a bunch of us can get on top and, and pull. Do you also have a block and tackle with that, or is it just... <laughs> um... is, is there a crane in this dock area? <laughs> there is not a crane. I just feel that if we, like tug of war it, but everyone's on one side. We can get him <laughs> up. <laughs> Gonna need a hell of a handle animal roll after that to get okay, Concord well. <laughs> to forgive you. <laughs> Alright, well, but, no, 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 but I, here, I have a, I really need it, hold on. I have a, um, a bed roll. <laughs> we can just put him on that, kind of roll it. Create like a little 
a little sling and like hoist a him little, up. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah, I think it could work. I'm so serious. <laughs> I can talk to Concord first. Let me talk with Concord, tell him what's going to happen, and then it'll be fine. I mean, if that's the way you guys want to play this. <laughs> We're never going to get to the music. <laughs> so, uh, Winley wants to cast to uh, speak with animals. Concord? Hello, I've been the one riding your back. Could I talk to you for a minute? Well, surely you can. <laughs> I, I miss... <laughs> I, I'm kind of confused by what just happened, but, you know, that's that's all right. We're here. Oh, no, I know. We're all a little confused. It was a, it was a tremendous thing to go through for all of us, but... So, Concord... Yes, ma'am? We're going to roll you in my bedroll, all right? Uh, and we're going to kind of wrap, <laughs> wrap a rope around you to get you up to the pier... Please understand, we do not mean to cause you pain or offense, but there's really no other option at the moment. Do you understand? Well, I understand, but, um, well, I guess I don't... Hold on, I need to roll to see what <laughs> Well, uh, surely, Miss Winley, I, you know, I, I respect it. I, I love you and I love... I love Rotan, and I trust y'all, so if that's what you think we should do, then, then that's all right by me. Yes. No, understand we're making this um, decision completely in your favor, Concord. So I'm fine, Miss Winley. Whatever you want to do is all right with me. Oh, oh, Concord, you're just a peach. Um, <laughs> here. <laughs> uh, let me give you a little bit of jerky and nuts, just to to calm you down first. <laughs> so, <laughs> so... Jerky. <laughs> so, Winley... He's a carnivorous donkey. Winley takes out the uh, jerky and the nuts. <laughs> then she gives them to Concord. Uh, Concord eats them. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, so... Roton, will you help me uh, with this um, now apparent stretcher? Let's get Concord on here. Wrap wrap the thin blanket around Concord, and then we'll wrap the rope around Concord, but only in the meaty areas, like the stomach, so it doesn't hurt as much. Yes, I have tied ropes before. Wonderful. Do it again. <laughs> okay, then give me a survival check, Roton. <laughs> 20, not natural. Okay, you you tie yourself a pretty dang good knot there. Who is going to be hoisting it up on the on the other side? Um, I'll go ahead and volunteer individuals because for some reason everyone is so silent. Um, <laughs> Desmond, Desi, go up top. I'll go. Uh, no, All yes, right. Roton, please go. Roton and Desi. Excuse me, Mum. I'm I'll be happy to help out myself. Oh. Uh, yes, Gruber, this would be... A, yeah, this... I hate to see anything happen to Concord. Yeah, no, no, I agree. Go up, go up with, um, the other two. Um, Mum, would it be easier if I was, like, you know, sitting on his back to keep him calm? <laughs> um, <laughs> no, not to my understanding. Um, what would be the best 
in this situation for me would be if you do exactly as I say. Um, okay. Thank you, Gruber. What a wonderful man. Gruber looks expectantly for a gold piece, and then when one does not fly his way, just kind of lowers his head and climbs well, up. Okay, so can Winley, can Winley notice that and then just flick some dried fruit at him? <laughs> then give me an insight check. Oh, fuck. At 13. No, you're not quite sure what that... You saw the strange look, but you... You haven't been around Gruber enough to figure out exactly what that was about. Uh, Silway, if you wouldn't yes. mind going up with going up with the others and tying in the rear. Well, that's fair enough. I can do that. Wonderful, thank you. And um, Miss, would you come down here with me? We'll kind of be um, sort of the uh, the guiding sort of force. At the bottom. Yeah, I cannot boss people around. Thank you. Okay, from everybody up top, one person is going to roll with advantage because they are getting help. It will be an athletics check. Rotan, you seem quite capable. I might allow you the honor. Good luck, Rotan. So I get advantage on this? You get advantage because everybody is helping you. And a d4 for guidance cantrip. Oh, hey. cool. All right. Gotta love guidance, man. 25. Yay! The group of you yank, and it's not even really a struggle to pull the donkey up with all of you working together. The tricky part is getting him over the lip of the dock, but you are able to work together and get him up on the dock without really causing him any harm. However, As you're pulling him up over the lip, the dock scrapes the bottom of his stomach. No! Diana, no! (laughs) Winley can't take it. Hold on, hold on. It is just a scratch. However, he lets out a very, very loud bray. Guys, I actually, I'm tearing up. Oh, I hate you get him. You get him on the dock, and he stands up, and he is fine. And as you're as you're petting him and removing the rope, three large figures in metal armor approach you from the shore. Their weapons are drawn. Roll for initiative. Hi everyone, we will get back to exploring the spooky island in just a moment, but we wanted to take a moment to say thank you for listening as always. And if you are enjoying listening to us, which three seasons in, sure seems like you are, uh, we'd love to know about it. We would love to hear from you. Uh, Hear from you on Twitter, hear from you on Facebook, or most importantly, uh, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download this show. Um, Join the ranks of cool people like Caveman. 2382, uh, who left us a wonderful review a couple weeks ago, which tells you just about when we're recording these minerals. Really appreciate those those, co- those thoughts. We're glad to know that uh, we're one of your favorites, and uh, you're one of our favorite listeners. So uh, if you want to join the Mutual Admiration Society, please leave us a review. Uh, it lets us know that you're listening, and it helps other people find our show and help our audience grow. I also uh, wanted to say, if you uh, enjoy the show and um, you really enjoy it, you can also come hang out with us on our Discord. To get an invite, you can contact us on Twitter, 
Facebook, Instagram, uh, or send an email to uh, multiclasstheater at gmail.com, and we will send you the invite link. I want to take this opportunity and just uh, extend a special thank you to Jeremy Kleinhans, who uh, was a guest on our last episode, came back to play Cat Sith once again. Um, he adds a special uh, depth and a power to Cat Sith that uh, is way beyond me. Um, he's also the DM producer of the Midnight Kingdoms um, actual play podcast. Uh, and you can check them out on, um, you know, wherever you found this one. So is anybody watching The Bad Batch? Just me? I got the first three in. No, I haven't got around to that one yet. I, I kind of feel like you have to make it through all the way through the Clone Wars to kind of appreciate it, and I'm undecided. It's amusing, but I'm undecided. I'm struggling, so to be honest. I'm like, eh, I'm watching this because I'm told I should, not because I really want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's. I mean, I, I'm I'm impressed with uh, D. Bradley Baker, who does the voice of the entire Bad Batch, and like all Wait, the clones really? on the Clone Wars cartoon. Yeah, he does every single every single one of them. He does the voice. Yeah, D. Bradley Baker, man. He can do he can do anything. Literally anything. Also the voice of Appa from uh and Momo from yeah. Last Airbender. So yeah. guy's got yeah. a plastic voice that I just admire and envy. Yeah. Insane. All that great dialogue with Appa. <laughs> Watching there's videos of him like doing the voice live and it's Amazing! Oh, like that would be fun to watch. Yeah, just I've the way he those. contorts himself to to make it work. Yeah, it's... he's yeah. I've seen him do. Uh, I saw him do an interview where he just like explained how to do like some of the different voices and like it's ridiculous the things he can do with like. I'm like, how can a human? How can a human do that? Uh, besides Diana and myself, who has seen The Conjuring Three? No, 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 no. I don't oh. know what that is. God. I don't do horror. Oh, this is oh, it's so horror. sad to hear all of this. You know, I'm trying to get into horror movies, and I, like, I'm easing myself in, but man, it's just too real to me, especially stuff like that. Like, I don't sleep at night, you know? I'm, I just, like, I, like, like, stuff that's, like, paranormal or, like, demons or ghosts, you know, or, like, a thing in the forest that's, that's hunting you to kill you. Like, I just... God, it's it's rough sometimes, especially a movie like that. Haven't we faced all of those things in this campaign at some point? <laughs> I, I will I, I will say, you know, spoiler alert: all those things are coming up in future episodes of multi-class theater. <laughs> well, here's the thing with D and D, though, is that if you think about, if you really get into the heart of Dungeons and Dragons, like it's a horror story. Like, espe like especially some of the things like we faced, and and some of the things you face in most campaigns. If like, if like real people were to face some of those things. It would mess you up. <laughs> like, well, it's, yeah, absolutely. Of course it would. Of course it would. But funny enough, I I like to go to sleep to horror. Oh God. It, it it calms me down. Um, A whole ton of stuff just started to make sense. Oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> that makes me feel really good. I'm not being sarcastic. I'm glad you get it. You get it now. <laughs> you get me. Or you're starting to. But, like, for instance, last night I was watching The Conjuring, the original one, and I just, like, fell asleep to good old Bathsheba, you know? She's, like, she's like a friend at this point. 
so on that note, let's get to get let's get back to some uh, some D and D scares, shall we? <laughs> Spooky island. Wait, Adam, you got anything before we go? Uh, no, that's great. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my man. Adam has spoken. My man. <laughs> Everybody, enjoy the rest of the show. The group of you are standing on the dock, except for Mist and Winley, who are still in one of the boats below. The three figures moving towards you are human-sized, but larger, over six feet. They are dressed in metal armor. Each one has a black metal helm, the face mask of which, for each, is different. One of them has a face like a skull. The one in the middle has a face like a knoll. And the one on the end has a face like a bird. They move silently towards you with intent, with their weapons drawn. Hello. They do not respond. Greetings. Uh, yes, we we mean you no harm. Um, hello. Good to see you. Um... We, we, we've just arrived. We, we don't mean any... We don't want any trouble. We uh, we have just uh, succeeded in getting our donkey onto the deck, and and we, we, we come in peace. Yes, we're looking for evil. Do you think you could tell us where evil is? Uh, what's going on up there? I can't see a thing, <laughs> but I'm not sensing a good vibe. This menacing figure is approaching us. Great. Large men in dark armor... So at this point, everybody uh, roll for initiative. That's more Rotan speed. Four. Seventeen. If I'm going to get natural ones, I'd rather have them on initiative. Natural twenty. Winley is a nine. Okay. Desmond, you are first up. These three figures are approaching you, weapons drawn. They do not seem intent on stopping, nor have they responded to your your uh, words. Desmond is going to kind of uh, take a few steps back, and he's like, we, we do not wish to fight you. We, we merely wish to talk. Um, I'm sorry about this. And he um, points his, his finger towards the one in the middle, and he's going to cast Hold Person. So I need a wisdom save from that person. DC 16. You cast the spell, and it doesn't seem to have any effect. They keep moving towards you. Silway. Seeing them not respond to verbal commands, she will try in Tyran to say the same thing. Stop. We mean you no harm. Uh, they don't seem to respond at all, or stop, or slow in any regard. All right, you leave us no choice. And Silway will cast Bless, so that the three of us on the dock, a d4, I believe it's, it is on attack rolls and saving throws, and then she will... Uh, retreat a little bit out of striking distance. Uh, that brings us to Winley. Uh, I think I'm just going to take one dagger and aim it at one of their um, either calves or feet. Something, something to let them understand. I don't want to kill them, but I also don't want them around us. Okay, roll to see if you hit. I don't want you around. <laughs> Not in the mood. I have a donkey who's got a hurt belly. 
18. Uh, the dagger hits. Which one do you throw it at? Uh, in the middle. You, uh, you throw the dagger. Um, how much damage? Uh, it's three. So you fling the dagger, and it sticks into the middle figure's calf, uh, which the one in the middle, I believe, is the skull. Uh, but it doesn't seem too slow. It keeps moving forward. Well, it... Shit. <laughs> so the one with the, the, the Noel mask steps forward and swings his longsword. He misses on the first swing, but then brings it back and strikes you with the second, Rota. Rude! For eight points of damage. Very rude. And then the one in the bird mask, or the bird helmet, steps forward and attacks you as well, Rota. He misses both times, and it is your attack. I'm going to vow enmity on my good friend here, uh, Mr. Nolmask, and I will attack 23 to hit. Okay, and just so you know, Rotan, uh, you may give yourself an extra plus one with truth. Ooh, my evil sense is tickling. <laughs> uh, that hits. Let's do a smite. And then uh, this is not an undead or a fiend, I assume. Uh... Why don't you go ahead and give yourself that, uh, whatever that bonus that is. That bonus? Ooh. 27 damage on the first attack. And then uh, 22 to hit. That will hit as well. We will smite again. 21 points of damage. You bring truth down, and the hammer crushes into the chest plate of the knoll denting it almost unbelievably well. You swing justice, and you take the thing's head clean off. As you do so, you notice there is no head. There is no body. And the armor falls to the ground. When this happens, Winley, you see what looks like a blue spirit within the armor that when the armor falls to the ground the spirit rises and goes streaking across the sky above the ridge into the darkness ha 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 take that the one in the skull mask moves towards you Rotan who misses you twice and that brings us to mist yeah go, we'll go with the old standby I'm going to throw a uh, hex on the closest one Okay, that would be the bird. Okay, that's fitting. <laughs> so the, the bird is now hexed, and then we'll go with the uh, double guns. 21 to hit. That will hit. Ooh, 12. That will miss. Well, we'll still put uh, 10 force and, ooh, 6 necrotic. Miss just looks up from his spot in the boat and just, just turret blasting from, uh, from the deck of the, the rowboat. Okay, that brings us back to Desmond. Are they in, like, the direct middle of the dock? I, I think so. Usually, Rotan, that's where he tends to be, the middle of everything. <laughs> he, he's not good at getting out of people's way or... Then, okay, I'm going to swirl the staff around, um, form some clouds up in the sky, and uh, call down a lightning bolt in between the two of them. So I want to hit both of them. But uh, So they need to roll a dexterity saving throw. And what am I trying to beat? 16. Uh, they both miss. 
Ooh, okay. I need a new die. This is like a Roton level die. No, no, no this is great. <laughs> keep, yeah, keep that, that one. one. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Then I'm going to use my second channel divinity and uh, do max damage on that. Uh, so each are going to take 30 points of damage. Oof. Okay. I suddenly feel inadequate. Twin lightning bolts descend from the sky, uh, striking each of them. And you see sparks fly as the lightning surges through them. They're still up, but smoke is just rising from the armor. And that brings us to Silway. All right, we're going to finish this. <laughs> you see the dagger in her hand suddenly grow to about two or three feet long. What? And it's made of shadow. It's a shadow blade spell. And she just whips it straight at the nearest uh, suit of armor. And because we're in dark, we're in darkness, uh, advantage. Oh, dear God. <laughs> How'd that go? It was a natural one and an eight on the die, so 15 oh. to hit. To hit. Good thing you had advantage. Uh, it still misses, but it, it narrowly, narrowly misses. Uh, she sighs, <laughs> wishing she could have done something really cool. I, you almost did. Uh, that brings us to Winley. Which? So there's two left, correct? Yes, okay. there is the bird-masked one and the skull-masked skull. one. Um, I'm going to shoot for the skull, and I'm just going to um, shoot an arrow with my crossbow. Okay. And because I'm still trying to feel seen. 16. That will hit. Oh, that was so close. <laughs> that's, that's all I'm going to do. Um, I, there's there's only so much I can do from down at the bottom. Okay, uh, roll damage. Eh. <laughs> one. <laughs> oh, well. Just one? You don't get any damage bonus or anything from that? Uh, I... Is it plus dex or... Oh, I can do that? Okay, cool. So it should be one plus whatever your dex bonus is. Uh, oh, okay, four. All right, you uh, strike true, and the crossbow bolt sticks right in the breastplate. And um, now it is uh, the bird one's attack, and it is going to attack Rotok. <laughs> it's, just, it's always Rotok. Yeah, get used yes, to this. it is. It is always it's hilarious. Time. It's just great. <laughs> He's the tank, man. He's got to draw that aggro. Once again, Rotan, it misses you the first time, but hits you on the second strike. <laughs> so uh, eight points of damage to Rotan as it okay. connects with uh, a slash of its longsword. The thing I find funniest about it is, like, pretty much everybody can aggro more than Rotan, <laughs> or, like, can, can do more damage than Rotan can, but as soon as, like, whatever he's fighting gets distracted, like, he comes in with another hammer, and he's like, no, stop it! <laughs> okay. So, okay, uh, go ahead, and, um, it is... Rotan, your attack. Alright. Just checking to see what I can do. Um... Cool. All right. Um, so Roton's going to focus his attention on the bird one, and he's actually going to back up to the edge of the dock, and this will probably provoke. 
uh, back to like to the side because you have uh, uh, quite a few people behind you. No, he's going back to the side, like perpendicular okay. to right. to where everybody else. Okay, and then is. I'm guessing the side opposite of where Winley and Mist are. Uh, no, he's going to back towards them. Okay. Yep. Okay, yeah, so that would provoke uh, an attack of opportunity. Okay. Okay, uh, it would hit you twice, but I'm guessing you've got something else up your sleeve. Well, I, I, I do in a moment. Uh, so you're just going to take the hit? Yeah. Threw that die away. No idea where it is. No, we like that uh, one. <laughs> total of 13 <laughs> points of damage as it hits you twice, Rotan. Oof. All right. Is that how you say hello around here? So I am going to uh, uh, use my action to charge this guy. <laughs> I knew it. I was waiting for it. Mock him in the water, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So uh, I believe this is a... So you can use your bonus action to make one melee attack or shove a creature if you move at least 10 feet in a straight line immediately before taking this bonus action. You gain a plus 5 bonus to the attack's damage roll or you push the target up to 10 feet away. And I want to push the target up to 10 feet away. Um, so I believe I make a strength athletics check for this. Okay, and you just want to basically shove them into the water. Yes, and it's contested by athletics or acrobatics. Come on. 22. I actually rolled well, but not well enough. <laughs> nice. Uh, you win. <laughs> so, so, so Rotan, like, charges towards it and then, like, swings his hammer and it, the thing just, like, sort of tumbles off of the dock and he, he yells after it and then there's like a splash and then he yells after it hello <laughs> right, so and this was to the the bird one yes to the bird one okay um it hits the water and the armor sinks and then a few moments later Winley you see another blue spirit rise from the water Ooh. Take to the skies and go screaming into the dark. Doesn't like water. And there is only one left. Maybe. Maybe. It is still your attack, Rotom. Uh, I believe that is my turn. Cause, cause I thought that was a bonus action. Uh, it's a bonus action, but the charge is my action. Oh, okay. All right, so then it is done. So then, yes, there is one, and it is moves towards you, Rotom. It is the one with the skull face. It swings twice and misses you both times. Which brings us to Mist. And now Mist, this thing is right above you. Stru fighting with Rotan. Well, I'll start by using my bonus action to hex it instead, since its buddy is dead. I might as well just blast it at, I don't, at extremely short range. <laughs> Old tricks are the best <laughs> tricks. Just light a fire into this thing. So let's see what we got here. That's I'm gonna keep hitting the damage die instead. Ooh. Oh, oh, it was <laughs> it was it was showing natural twenty, and then it bumped to the edge of the screen, and now it's 
Uh, is 17 hit? That will hit. Must, oh. must have been your computer, Mike. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> seriously. And then a 26 hits, so we have a total of... Ugh. <laughs> Need uh, one of those 4 Hang on. <laughs> uh, 6 and 13. 19 force damage. 7 necrotic damage. That is enough to kill it, so if you'd like to describe Yay. it. This thing has kind of lunged at Rotan and missed. Um, M-I-S-S-E-D. So, uh, <laughs> I think Mist takes that opportunity to just carefully line up his shot, and uh, two green blasts of light launch out from his hand and strike this thing uh, right in the right in the small of the back. Um, at which point, uh, it sort of kind of uh, it, it freezes in place, and then just this sort of these sort of smoky black shadows wrap around uh, wrap around its armor and just peel it apart. That's the necrotic damage there. And once again, as the armor hits the ground, Windley, you see the blue spirit take to the sky and streak away over the town into the darkness. So, everyone, uh, <laughs> wonderful job. Wonderful job, everyone. Look at that teamwork makes the dream work. Um, so, uh, each of these um, scary uh, things... Well, I don't think we killed them. I, I because each one of them had a little uh, a blue uh, spirit orb sort of thing. Um, oh, I didn't see anything like it. that. Well, that's because that's because you're not me. Okay. Um. So, I'm just letting you know that they have probably uh, reconvened somewhere else, and now they know we're here. And I'm sure that there are more of those little blue, uh, uh, things elsewhere. So I thought it would just be, uh, pertinent for you to know. I do not follow. Oh, sir, I, I like blue things, sir. <laughs> Appreciate the heads up. If they come back, we'll kill them again. Um, quickly, uh, Winley, uh, turns to uh, Concord and casts uh, Cure Wounds. Uh. <laughs> Touching. Because I need, I mean, this is all she's been thinking about the whole time. <laughs> so uh, you do that and Concord lowers his head and nuzzles you. Oh, that's my baby. <laughs> Can I ask? Did the did the the fate the masks? Did they seem like they were um, well crafted, or or were they like crudely like painted? What is it, like a symbol painted on a helmet, or was it like? You can you could investigate them. They are still there on the dock. Oh sure, yeah. I kind of pick Most one up and Hamlet style kind of look at it. Okay, and it, the Noel one is there, and the skull is there. It looks like it is finely wrought dark iron and that the uh, the face of the creature has been wrought out of the iron. Okay. Uh, or poured into a mold. Okay. Um, as you look at it, 
curiously, there are no eye holes. Well, I suppose this would make sense, since it was more of a... It wasn't a person wearing these, more of a spirit, but, um... I do find the, the, the masks of these creatures particular. That We have a skull, we have a knoll, and, um... What was the other one? A, a bird? What was it? It was buttered. Bird. Very peculiar. Yes. I wonder what it means. And did someone send them? Or are they some sort of sentinels, perhaps? Uh, Winley would like to also make an investigations check to see if she's learned of any... If she has any of information that she learned through school and such. Alright, you could do a history check. What are you laughing at? Birds go to college. They do, man. It's literally I, called I, a college. I did investigation, and I got a 31, but I'll do a history. I just wanted it to be known that I have a 31. What the heck? The Bardic All College right. of Schools and such. Um, 18 for a history check. Um, there is nothing... There's nothing that you have heard about. Uh, this is... This place is... You had heard stories of the Shrouded Isle, that it exists, and that it was once in uh, an asylum or a prison or a place that those who have lost control of magic were sent. But the details beyond that are few, um, because it has always been told uh, to anyone who has looked into this that those who go to the Shrouded Isle never return. Is the music still playing? Yeah, you could hear it faintly coming from the inn just across the um, I won't call it a harbor, but like across the water from the pier that you're on. Uh, Silva's going to use detect magic. See if there's anything going on here, or if the armor is perhaps still magical. Uh, Okay. Um, You cast detect magic and... There is a lingering trace that is fading extremely quickly of necromancy. Uh, from the armor? From the armor or... Yeah. What color is necromancy? I will say green because, of course, it's green. Were you going to say black? I was going to say black. Eh, two on the nose. I like green. Like dark fell energy green. Oh, I like that. Three for the Warcraft. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright, so we will uh, kneel over that to sort of inspect it a little bit more and like wave her hand through it a little bit. There is uh, there is some sort of dark magic on these things still. It is fading, but it is it is there. Necromancy, I think. Excellent! <laughs> Roton, like, sheathed his hammers and was very happy. Uh, I suppose we'll be on our guard as we go into town. Yes, so this town seems decidedly less welcoming than it did previously. Uh, it's hard to argue with that. Should we still go find this music? Uh, yes, I think so. Um, is it still playing, Diana? It is still playing. Okay. I Cautiously. think we should go... If, uh, the music at least sounds a little bit more inviting than... Um, uh, what we just went through? <laughs> Perhaps, but I'm less inclined to investigate them. Uh, well, uh, uh, let's let us be cautious proceeding forward. Uh, I'm a bit more cautious now than I was earlier with this with this music. But um, 
I agree. I think we should investigate. Yes, let us be cautious. Agrees Rotov. <laughs> <laughs> Proclaims it to the hills. And he starts stride. He starts striding down the dock. <laughs> you know, I'm not sure he knows what that word means. <laughs> it's talking in a normal tone of voice. He's a fascinating person, that Rotan. I admire him. I admire him greatly. I admire his spirit. I admire his donkey. <laughs> I admire his ability to take hits for me. Uh, Mist will haul himself up out of the boat and uh, be on his uh, way, too. Uh, Winley is extending a hand for someone oh. to help her out of the boat, please. <laughs> oh. Yeah, Mist will... Mist will, Mist will help. Thank you. He's a little scared of her. I mean, uh, he's... <laughs> he's a little scared of her. That's okay. <laughs> I actually have written in my notes, don't piss Winley off. <laughs> That's a good note. The first thing she did okay. in party combat was try and set a Kraken's brain on fire. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I have a note. <laughs> Just for context. Let's remember that. <laughs> the group of you make your way towards the town. Uh, dead leaves rustle along the cobblestones. As the wind begins to pick up, the night has turned inky black, and it's almost as if the light from the tavern's windows fights to push its way out. There's a chill in the air, but inside it looks warm. The people seem festive. There's not another soul around, but this place feels pretty good. Well, we might as well go in. Rotan uh, is walking for the front door. Uh, well, Rotan, one one moment, if if I may. Oh, yes. Um, well, are there windows? Are we, are we, are we, you're kind of looking in, or? Yeah, you're kind of looking in, and the, the windows are leaded glass. Um, and it it looks as you peer in. Are you trying to be stealthy about it, or are you just standing there staring into the window? Yes, uh, stealthy. Okay, uh, give me a um, stealth check, which I guess is what? Survival? Uh, what is no, this? Stealth. 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 It's literally stealth. Yeah. There is stealth. Okay, yeah. so. Uh, 15. Okay. All right, so you're you're peeking, and Desmond is peeking around the, the, the edge of the window. You can see his, like, nose peeking over the, his, like, bushy eyebrows. Inside, you see a um, what you would characterize as a feels like a pretty typical tavern. Um, there are many robust and well-fed people drinking, eating, carousing. Uh, there is a small band playing in the corner. Okay. Can I can I make some kind of an insight check? Just to see if, like, the people are, like, you know, if there's, like, nothing behind the eyes and they're just like, this is great. And, and meanwhile, they're just like, I don't know. Or, like, you know, if there's something just seems weird or off. Sure. No, absolutely. Eleven. Okay. There's nothing that you really notice um, or can pick up from staring uh, through the sort of slightly warped leaded glass. Um, 
The one thing you do notice is that everybody inside seems to be extremely pale. Everything seems normal enough. I, I sneak, I sneak back, <clears throat> sneak back to the group. But they, but they, I mean, they are very, they're rather pale. They're, they lack a, a color to their to their complexion, but it seems normal enough. But I never think that something is strange. Would you say they look deathly pale? Perhaps. That is my concern. Clearly not Tyrion, then. Ah. Roton cast detect evil and good. Uh, Roton, you do not, you do not detect anything, uh, within range. Um, I do have to say, I am very hungry, and I, uh, and I do think we should find Concord a trough. Oh, yeah, I agree with the little one. Um, I think, I think, I, I think I could use a drink too. Um, boss, is he is he gonna drink out of the trough with the donkey? Best not to think about it. As far as I can tell, there are no aberrations, celestials, elemental space fiends, or undead within this tavern. So I'm going to go in. Yes, yeah, so am I. I'm following Roton. Roton goes in through the front door. Uh, Winley skips behind. Okay. You open the door. And step foot inside the tavern. And the music stops. Everybody stops. Performance check. 18. Hello. My name is Roton von Bastard. I am a hero. And who, where might this, what, what might this Quaint settlement be called. You hear a voice from the back yell out, Holy shit, it's another one! Uh, another what? And the um, people rush towards you. Ah, oh, well, uh, perhaps you have heard of me before. <laughs> yes. And, and do you do anything as they're no. all kind of moving <laughs> towards you? Okay. No, I bask they, in they, their adulation. They, <laughs> yes, they bring. They bring. Uh, they, when you get, they get close to you. They they reach out and they touch you as if they're trying to make sure you are real. Yes. Uh, uh, okay. Um, yeah, uh, not the face. Uh, 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 yes. Nice to meet you. Uh, so uh, all of you behind Rotan see you see all these people like it, it, it's. It's as if he's a rock star walking in someplace. Uh, except, Windley, you cannot see through the crowd. Uh, you just see this mob of people. And I guess really the only one who probably could see anything is Mist. Because you can look mostly over their heads. And you see that everybody in the tavern has rushed forward to greet you. And they're all asking you questions, and it's so overwhelming that you can't even discern what's being asked. There's just this cacophony of voices. And you see two people remain seated, a middle-aged man and a middle-aged woman. And unlike everybody else, they are very tan, and they sip ale and talk quietly to them one another. 
Hold on, one at a time, one at a time. How did you get here? My lord, how did you get here? Ah, well, It we is so good to see somebody. We came by boat, of course. Ah, but we have not had anyone come here for over, well, in all of our lifetimes. Well, that, that seems like a very long time to wait for somebody to come. Nobody in all that time? Well, no, but then in, in the course of two weeks, we have had two different groups of newcomers. Really? Yeah, we have those two over there and you. Well, ah, very good. Um, not to uh, put too fine a point on it, but you all look like you've seen very little sun. Ah, yeah, uh, there's no sun here. There's only a sun where we see clouds. We do not see sun. You know where you are, do you not? Come back, people, back! And he pushes the people back, and you see that the man that you've been talking to uh, is large with a sort of bushy brown mustache um, and sideburns and yet no hair on his head. And he is wearing an apron. He seems to be the proprietor of this place. Hello, good sir. Ah. Uh- Yes, um, uh, allow me to, uh, to introduce ourselves. Uh, you've met me, I'm Rotan. Uh, this here is Winley. Uh, that, that there is mist on the river, not on the ocean. Haha. <laughs> uh, that's Desmond. <laughs> and that is, uh, um, <laughs> um, Silway. She does not correct you. I, okay. <laughs> yeah, Silway. He, he turns back to the back to the proprietor. Ah, <laughs> uh, it is good to meet you. My name is Hans Dieter, and this is welcome to the village of. Um, and he pauses as if trying to remember something. Ah, yes, the village of Kent, and this is my. My, my tavern, my bar. It is called the Barony. Uh, Winley kind of pushes past. Well, not pushes, um, but makes her way to in to be in front of Roton. This is all nice and wonderful and everything, but do you think you could give us some nourishment, some food? I've gone through my rations when I had to feed him to the donkey. Ah, ah, my, ah, du lieber. Uh, it's too me a light. I'm come, come, please sit. Uh, we have some, some, um, some wurst, and uh, some apfelstrudel, uh, and um, we have lots of beer. If you like beer. Oh, I like oh, I like everything, and I'm sure, I'm sure if you wouldn't mind, but to give enough to the whole group, we would be so indebted. Roton himself has a million gold pieces. <laughs> oh well um hmm uh, we I guess we will have to talk about some money because um uh, there is only one kind of money accepted here and that is the Lord's coin and I'm afraid if you do not have the Lord's coin then I 
cannot accept your gold. Well, is is there a bank or something where we could exchange a few uh, a few um, of the coins? I mean, what's the exchange rate? <laughs> the exchange. I, I don't even know what you're talking about. The, we have not had. We. Ach, mein Gott. Uh, I, I do not understand. I love how we went from, like, a, a Germanic descent settlement to now, like, a fully Germanic <laughs> inspired. Um, okay, well, so... <laughs> Did, I, I, I failed to... In, <laughs> I failed to introduce my manservant here. Hans Gruber <laughs> is his name. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, uh, Gruber... He's a wonderful-looking young man, isn't he? Oh, um, hello, sir. Oh, this is a nice oven you've got here. Um, <laughs> I'll have you know, I've got a great recipe for ham. Should I, maybe, could avail you of it? If, Rotan, did I use that word right, sir? Oh, uh, yes, in a sense. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, so, um... I guess I'll just wait outside the Concord. Yes, take care of him. Make sure he gets water. Ach, no, yeah, he should not wait outside. Uh, the, the dead god. The what? Oh. A the, bunch the... of armored, uh, creatures with, uh, with, like, animal faces. Oh, yes, do, do they, um, do they have blue insides? <laughs> uh, no, they're blue. Yes, I kept seeing... Um, nine, I... nine blau. No, they are... No, they are empty. They are... They are the damned. They are... No, we do not. They are called the black god. They are called the dead god. They are called... Your worst terrible nightmare. Squirrels. We just sent three of them packing. Yes, I, I do hate to tell you, but there is something inside of um, the uh, the ominous cocoon they have walking around. He he reaches down and he tries to clasp his hand over your mouth. <gasps> How dare you touch without asking? <laughs> oh, I don't like that at all. Are you going to try to fight him off or resist him or I mean what's your armor class I can 13. just do it that way okay he he tries but you move your head out of the way and push his arm away yes that's what I do I no I don't no you do not do not speak of the, the, the dead guard here there are spies everywhere did you say dead guard or dread guard no, dead guard. Dead guard. Or black guard. Or dark guard. They go by many names. Is this somewhere we could go a little bit more private so we could all have a, a chit-chat about a few things? Yes, um, I, I, I have, oh, I have not had a full house in, well, never. Ah, uh, yes, go upstairs. Ah, uh, and you will find, uh... Uh, I guess uh, three uh, rooms. They are yours. And we will talk later. 
because I cannot leave my guests now. It would look too suspicious. Of course. Well, thank you for the rooms, even though we don't have your lord's coin. (laughs) I appreciate the hospitality. Yes, yes, of course. Well, he doesn't want to talk. So two other folks showed up on this island? Silway has been staring at those two people the entire time this conversation's been going on. They are... They seem to be keeping their heads down and are trying to... They, they, they look very obviously like they're trying to avoid attention. Ah! Rotan she walks over to them. Up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Rotan and Silway both, both walk up. Rotan sits down across from one of them. Hello! What might your name be? No, just... No, leave leave us alone. I don't want any of this. Any of what? No, we don't... We just want to be left alone. Are you Tyrion, by any chance? No. What are your names? Oh, am I going to do this? My name's Noreen, and this here's my husband, Niles. How did you get here? By boat? Uh, Matt, feel free to jump in anytime you want. I think Desmond is just kind of chilling, hanging back, and just kind of watching everything. And I think if, if they kind of go up to these guys, he might go up to that, that owner again. And maybe once he's kind of like back to tending bar or something like that, he might try and talk to him a bit. Okay, alright, so you can you feel free to jump in and play Niles. Oh. <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> okay. I, because uh, am I the only one who listens? Um, in the final episode of season two, uh, the ship oh, scene oh, between oh, Arnon. Oh! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! I just made the connection. Oh. Oh. Okay. Right, so the the final the, the final scene, the post credit scene, starts with two sailors oh. on the deck. Oh my god! I, yeah, I totally and then forgot Ar- they, had, they had names. <laughs> Yes, their names were Niles and Noreen. Oh my I'd god! I'd them off. I assumed they were dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. Well, correct me if I say anything uh, counter that's not factual. But okay. No. So I don't know how long we've been here. We got our captain just drove us straight into those rocks. We were lucky to make the shore we would. It was quite treacherous. I won't recommend doing it again. No, it's a good thing we're such strong swimmers. Right, right. Well, very strong. Very strong. I saw you doing a bit, quite a bit of swimming there. It was very nice at one point. So, who were you and how did you get here? Wait, before we answer that, did you have a larger crew with you? Did they all, did they all drown? Oh, I guess so. Yeah, not the captain, though. No. Not the captain. He was too slimy. Yeah, captain. Yeah, he was too no. slimy, is that what you said? Yeah. Right bastard he was. Right. Not the kind of person you want to cross, if that makes any sense. Tell no. me more about him. 
What's his oh, name? Oh, he killed a man. He killed a man just before we left. Crunched him up into a little bowl and threw him into the sea. Ah, would you classify this fellow as an evil wizard? Oh, yeah, no, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, no, he's definitely... 100%. Yeah, no, yeah. Very evil. Uh, very oh, yeah. evil wizard. Yeah, very evil. That's what I like to hear. Did he have a name? Oh, did he have a name? I oh, don't know. Did he ever use his... Did you ever hear his name, oh, Niles? I always just called him Boss. Yeah, I just called him Captain. Right. I don't know if he had a name. He probably did. Most people do. Could you describe his appearance? Oh, he was... And he was tall. Very dark. Very dark. Very handsome. A little bit. Yeah, very handsome, though. No, he's very handsome. Anything vaguely, like, otherworldly about him? Did you get any strange, strange sense? No. Well, other than the fact that he crunched a person into a tiny ball, and there was something about a, a dragon flying around, some magic flown back and forth. <laughs> um, no, nothing strange other than yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, no, really, besides that, really nothing. Oh, completely normal other than that. Silway stares directly at Rotan. <laughs> this feels like a flying circus sketch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, it was when we recorded it, so... <laughs> Pretty much. I'm so happy right now. <laughs> Did not expect this. Um, so, no, it was... That, well, he did break Humboldt in half. Yeah, no, he did that. But that was before, um, you know, in the whole sort of running the ship into the rocks. That was kind of strange. Humboldt? But no, other than that, perfectly normal. Did you see what happened to him? This, this... Oh, no. Uh, Captain. No. Kind of went off on his own. Yeah, no, so, you know, we crashed into the rocks and... You know, I thought we were going to die, but we were able to make it, you right. know, through and then swim. Right, a very good swim. You know, and we ended up on the shore. Yeah, no, very good swim. Very good. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, right. So, um, yeah, no, he must have, I don't know, maybe in another boat? I don't know. Maybe he flew. Probably flew. That's all That's all you know. You were, you were hired to, on a ship and told to sail here. And then you crashed in the rocks and swam to shore? Well, yeah, and then we... We, um... We stayed here, found a room. People are very nice. Beer's pretty good. Got good food. Got food. Beer's good. They got a good streusel here. Good apple streusel. It's very nice. (laughs) Definitely recommend. Yeah, the whole... Streusel. The whole... Yeah, the, the, the inn doesn't rock back and forth like a ship does. So, you know, it's... um, It's been pleasant. I mean, there's no sun, but, you know, you get used to right, it. Right, there is no sun. There is no sun. That's a big downside of this place. If I were to... No, if, I, if I were to recommend... Everything's great, except the fact that there is no sun. And there are also some weird, um, you know, armor-clad... Uh, Spectral beings outside, something like that. You don't want to cross those guys, those guys. Oh, yeah, no, don't like them much. No, no, not very nice. No. So, these, um, these spectral beings, or these, these, are uh, death knights, are, uh, when, when are they out and about? Oh, all the time. No, they stand in the shadows, though. You see them standing and kind of walking around and patrolling. 
and they keep like they just look at you you kind of feel like you know sort of like dirty yeah and so you just kind of keep your head down and and go about your business but they don't ever uh try to kill anyone for for instance no not no not i mean not us no ah good well i've heard enough Oh, well, okay. Um, <laughs> you know, nice so to meet here to you. Um, <laughs> that, that is very true. She's not it's always motto. Thank <laughs> you not for, here to make friends. Thank you for all of the information. Uh, listen, if you if you hear anything or see anything that that gives you an evil wizard vibe, you know, uh, any any more people crunched up into balls or or uh, I don't know uh, green flames or uh, um, ooh, I don't know giant castles on hilltops anything like that uh, do do try and find us and let us know we would love love to hear more yes oh well now you should talk to the locals there's a very big castle but it's like you know in the island more in the mountains, yeah. it's huge. You got to go further in. You know? Ah, yeah, huge. Yeah, it, it probably is very lovely, but you know, it's this. Uh, this captain, he didn't have a, uh, 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 an eye patch and a goatee and a hook. No, no hook. No, no, nothing like that. No. Ah, well, can't have everything. Uh, well, thank you. Yeah, um, no. I will. Uh, uh, I, I am very grateful for the information that you have provided. And, oh, uh, he did. He did have a necklace, though. I don't know oh, if that right. means anything to you. Ah, uh, no, it doesn't mean anything to me. Okay. Silver <laughs> six plus sits back down. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about this necklace. Oh <laughs> no, I only saw it once. It was sort of. No, it's very pretty. It's very sort of. You know, I looked at him and I said, that looks very fetching on him. And I said, Niles, maybe you should wear a necklace. And Niles was like, I don't wear necklaces. Uh, don't it's wear not necklaces. sort of my style. It's not my style, that's no, what I said. No, he doesn't. Yeah, no, I've been trying for years. Um, yeah. But no, it was it was weird. It was like made of glass. Let me try, made of glass, like <laughs> black, dark glass. Obsidian glass. Yeah, no, that sounds about right. Right. Good then. Silway slaps the table with her with her hand and, and stands up and starts walking back towards the rest of the group. Wow, that was kinda rude. <laughs> it was a very loud noise. I didn't like it when she smacked the table like that. It kinda hurt my no, ears. No, <laughs> didn't either, but still you know, it's good to have new people. Yeah. Well, I guess so. I wouldn't find her. Once you get to know her, she's 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 quite nice. Uh, so uh, you do let us know if you hear anything else, and um, and uh, you don't want to be here, do you? Oh, well, no. Actually, it's kind of been a nice vacation. You know, we were talking about getting away. Yeah, and, yeah well, you know. here we are. Can't All right, well, well, well uh, if if you're happy here, uh, we won't come and find you when we leave. All right, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Roton gets up, walks away. Witty Ray, silly Ray, really 
the sight of your uncle's doom. Hooray, I'm off, I'll find the catch up with Endu? Who is the Lord of the Shrouded Isle? How cocky will the party get after besting a few Dreadguard? Find out next time on Multiclass Theater. Unlike everybody else, Winley, you can see clearly through the mist as if it is not even there. And you can see the porcupine burrows surrounding you. To the boat in front of me. Hello. Um, could you see the porcupine uh, burrows right in front of you? Because I see them quite clearly. What's, what, what's a porcupine burrow? I didn't realize you were aquatic. Yeah, no, they, I, 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 was, I guess it wasn't clear. That was metaphorically, you know. Oh, God. oh no, it was clear. <laughs> I mean, you were clear. Okay, I'm just making sure. <laughs> oh, no. Abort mission. Just kidding. <laughs> all right. Uh, but, I mean, uh, as we all language. know, what is, what is the metaphor? It's a thought with another thought's hat on. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's, actually, that's I be- not wrong. I, be- I believed you, Diana. I believed you wholeheartedly. <laughs> <laughs> it's sarcasm, but without the tone. That's right. I had no, there was no tone. You're right. I couldn't sense it. <laughs> All right. Are we keeping it, though? Is that in character? <laughs> no. Please don't. <laughs> uh, if not, it's an outtake, so. <laughs> Our first outtake of the session. I didn't take one. Do you have an after dark? 
Are you serious? No, but no. Not. I'm, done, I'm done believing everybody here. Not, I'm just going to stop. No, no, no. Like when you guys get a Patreon or something, that's like the $5 subscribers. They get access to like the X-rated like multi-class theater. Like all the, the after dark. I, I will be honest. Yeah. There have been enough characters introduced mm-hmm. that would easily slide into that that um, – it's not completely out of the realm of possibility. <laughs> Roton's episode is just going to be eight hours of snoring. <laughs> I'd have to resurrect Cornelius. <laughs> Strong for his age. So he could take an oar. He's like okay. he's like one of the World of Warcraft like humans with like the white beard. <laughs> and, but he's totally jacked. <laughs> jacked as hell. <laughs> his muscles are tearing through his cloak. <laughs> Just rippling. Like, Desmond is shredded, man. Just hits the gym constantly. No, he's... <laughs> he's capable. He's Uncle Iroh. That's... But, like, at the end. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, well, let me... let Because me, this is kind of what I was thinking. So let me, let me uh, just run this by you. I know this is a massive uh, uh, derailment, but... I assume flint is harder than, let's say, limestone, which a vein would be embedded in, correct? Correct. Flint is harder <laughs> than limestone, yes. So could it be said that the water eroded away the limestone over time, just leaving the flint? Adam, you want to fill this one or do you want me to? No, you go for it. <laughs> okay, since we're... Since, so uh, the hitch is that flint is typically formed um in much deeper water than limestone it's it's uh it's silica it's basically like it's kind of it's kind of glassy um at least in terms of how it feels and behaves that's why you can break it into nice sharp pokey arrowheads and things like that so um i don't know that you would necessarily get veins of it within limestone in I mean, it that could be, way. It could be post-depositional cryptocrystalline silica, but... Yeah. Yeah, but, but those are usually planar features and not... not um, or nodular features. You don't really get spikes. So, uh, <laughs> then we'll just, we'll, we'll just go with magic. <laughs> it's an illusion. It's an illusion. <laughs> Are you sure this is Chert and not Jasper? Or uh... <laughs> oh my god! 